<laughs> All right, so the first time we had something real sweet going on, but uh, <laughs> I, I guess I didn't hit record or whatever. But um, so so uh, uh, cinema eats is what we want to go ahead and explain it for okay. the second time. So I thought that <clears throat> because food always shows up shows up in movies, and you are a cinematic guy. I thought that maybe we could talk about who writes food into movies. I got it. And then I thought we could we could discuss that. So we're going to talk about something you know a lot about and something I know a lot about. I finally get what you're trying to say. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't realize. That's well, what we were you doing. might. I'm sure you're going to blow me out of the water. But so the easiest movie mean? that I could think of because you're you're. You're just the best ever. I'm going to say what I said on the first time I didn't hit record, just so <laughs> that it can go back to that. When you watch movies, you see different things than I see. Like I said, the big car crash scene, you know what I mean, is going on, all the action explosions and all that stuff, and you're like, hey, that car doesn't have any headrests. And I don't see that stuff. So you pick up the stuff I don't see because I'm looking at other things, or I'm distracted by it. So, I mean, like, I think that we're going to both be able to contribute a lot to this conversation and I don't think I'm any kind of expert versus you on movies I just think that we you know we pick up different things when we're watching stuff and I think some of the stuff you pick up is super unique that you know I never would have saw well I inaccuracies I they jump out at me so like you said like the headrests are missing or you know, like, you, was that song popular at that time? I don't think so, but, so no, anyway. man, that came out in what? seventh grade. This is supposed to be the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, I know you see all that stuff, but I'm saying, I'm, you know, man, it was, you know, that explosion was pretty cool. I'm distracted. Well, yeah, yeah. Right. And I thought that it would be a great topic if you and I talked about food in movies and who who wrote the food scene in a movie scene. Okay, well, so I don't. So the easiest I, scene for me uh, aside from like gangster or diner or I don't know tea if it's a British show or whatever yeah. I thought the easiest one for me to uh, talk about was the breakfast club oh I've seen that one I have too it's many times it's a good one okay. it is a good one so um Judd Nelson talks to uh what's her face and says Claire. uh Claire and uh you know where's your lunch and then, you know, she pulls this She's very complicated. It. He does say that. He <laughs> yeah. does say that. Right, right. Okay, she well. pulls this very complicated, you know, whatever out of her bag and, you know, um, arranges it on the table. And and he said, yeah, what like is that? It's sushi or some shit. It oh, is sushi. Fuck, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Ahead. No, you're, you're fine, lover. And um, where is your lunch? Well, she says to him, where is your lunch? And he said, you're wearing it. But she pulls all that out and, you know, very complicated sushi. And really, this movie came out, what, 1984, 1985? Somewhere in there. Yeah, I don't know exactly. But... I had sushi maybe my very first time. I mean, this movie takes place in Chicago-ish, whatever. Yeah, like, right. We weren't very sophisticated on the East Coast of Delaware. But well, no. I had sushi when I was, like, 30. Right. So when I watched that movie, you know, 20 well now 30 years ago whatever like sushi like i i was just as confused as him watching her pull this very complicated lunch you know with the bento yeah. box kind of thing now i get it but well not then yeah well i mean but she says it's sushi it's rice 
raw fish and soy sauce. And then he says something like, well, who, who ate sushi? <laughs> like, I don't know. He's just confounded by that. And I, and I wonder why, um, you know, they would write that into a scene. So well, what do you think? Like something it's, that's it's so... character development. So with her, like, she's, like, super rich. So, and then with the fucking uh, Estevez or whatever, he's, uh, he's you know, well, he's we'll the jock. Well, we'll get to jock, him, so but... Oh, well, so, so, the, um, what's the derelict? What? The derelict. The derelict? Yeah. Oh, in the... W- in the movie. John yeah. Nelson's character? Yeah, I forget I his know, name. man. I forget what it's called. He's the but, derelict. Yeah. <laughs> but what... Yeah, well, he don't have no lunch because he's poor or whatever. I mean, like, it's all... But he, he kind of runs that lunch scene, right? What, Wouldn't you say that? I guess... Because he is poor and and is confounded by... I don't know if he runs the scene or the kind of director just takes you around the room of what each person's eating. But, he, you know, yeah, I'm with you. Like, he's, he's definitely, you know, he... Actually, yeah, he does run. He goes around and he's like, oh, what the fuck are you eating? What are you eating? Mm-hmm. That kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after that, it kind of runs to, like, this is what happens when you spill paint in the garage or whatever. But, well, he goes um, into his, yeah, his, his spiel. Yeah, so, uh, you know, he doesn't understand uh, sushi or whatever, and I didn't at that time. Um, and then he goes to the jock who unloads an endless bag of treats and snacks and stuff, right. whatever. And then the movie switches over to, um, uh, what's her face? Who has the Captain Crunch, uh, uh, crazy straw, uh, pixie pixie straw uh, thing, you know? And she, yeah, I've seen. She it. throws the I know, and we all have. But but wh- she throws the baloney onto the statue in the library, and then, and then after that, they go to the nerd. Right. And then it's you know. PBJ with the crust cut off. Oh, yeah. With the soup, you know? Did did Mister Rogers make this for you? No, actually, Mrs. Johnson made it. Right. So that um, thing, I'm just saying that he, he runs that scene with, with the food. Okay. And what do you think about that? <laughs> what do you mean, what do I think about it? I'm agreeing with you. Like, that happens. But well, it did. It happened the, cinematically, what? but who writes that in the... Well, why, the why would somebody write a to, food scene into to, a movie? To develop the characters. That's exactly why you would do it. You want everybody to know that the rich kid's eating some crazy shit ain't nobody ever heard of. That the poor kid's eating nothing. That the jock's eating all the fruit and veggies and all that shit. And then the, the kid that, you know, the smart kid that gets good grades, he's getting the well-balanced, uh, you know, diet or whatever you want to call it. So it's just more reinforcement to who these people are based on their what they brought for breakfast that day. And so that's why it's called the Breakfast Club. That food in movies helps with character development. Absolutely. In the gangster movies you were talking about, especially the, the Italian gangster movies, which is what I went to right away when I said that, is, you know, they're cutting the onions or the garlic with the razor blade so it liquefies in the sauce. And, you know, keep watching the sauce. And, you know, I got the Karen. veal and the lamb chop. All that kind of shit. You know what I mean? That's just part of that. You know, it's kind of, I think, you know, almost a character in itself to let you know that, you know, this is, you know, this is, you know, how they eat dinner, you know, with the family. And then, you know, you food always kind of, either 
helps develop the character or is it or it's even a character in it's i mean you, you know with with all these like weed movies now i mean you got four hours of guys looking to just find the white castle you know i mean that's kind of reinforcement you know half baked with the with the funyuns and the abba zabba bars and stuff it's just reinforcement like oh yeah these guys you know that's that's part of the character that's who they are that's what they do so i think it's used in that movie it's used a lot more the breakfast club i'm saying you know to reinforce that and and it and it it's right in the title of the movie you know but then too like you know that's also early on in the movie and then you dig deeper and you find out that you know after you get past all the bullshit with you know what they eat and what they wear to school and that kind of stuff and their social status that they all have a lot more in common than they thought and um you know well i mean tarantino is one of your favorites so you know honey bunny you know jumping up on top of a, a diner and then and then it goes to you know the the jack rabbit and then at the end of the movie yeah. it goes back to the diner so I, but then you know um when they're cleaning up the scene you know um when uh what's face is in there and they're Oh, shit. What do you mean, remember. cleaning up the scene? Well, when the when they kill the guy accidentally in the car or whatever, yeah. and then they're cleaning it up, right. and, you know, Tarantino shows up, and he's drinking coffee. So, like, my wife this is, is going to be here well, soon. It's his house. Show up. What, what do you, like, what do you, so he's, he's drinking coffee, so what, what do you, yeah. Well, there's another reference where, you know, you should be Co enjoying a, a, a moment. So... Mm -hmm. You know, he's what? drinking coffee, and then he's like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Like, you're bringing a dead kid here, the dead guy, clean it up. My wife is going to be home soon. Yeah. But he's there, like, in a woman's bathrobe, drinking coffee, and then, uh, but then, like, right before that or right after that, like, uh, still again, the... I don't... The um, Royale with cheese, like, there's a lot there's, of food references. There's food references, for sure. Right, but... It, it, I don't know if. But do you think I that I don't think that's necessarily another character in the movie? To that, it's it's more backdrop. But I mean, it's definitely in there. But I I, I don't know. Well, they. It's a. What do they order when they're at the Jackrabbit? Uh, like a five dollar milkshake or some shit. <laughs> and uh, I don't. I think he has a steak, rare, or something. I, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember either. That's what but, I'm saying. It, it, it wasn't really... But who wrote that into the script? And why is that important? That... See, that's... That's that's a little bit more difficult with... with I don't think... I don't know. I don't... I don't... I don't know if it was purposeful. You know what I mean? I think it was more of a backdrop to... To bring a little bit more absurdity it just time. to no, it, it just bought time. No, well, no? I mean, there needed to be, there needed that scene needed to happen. There needed to be a dialogue, and uh, you know, what better way to do it than with all these old fifties look-alike Hollywood actors serving everybody, and and you know that way they could have the dance, make it a, a restaurant or whatever that that you know you never seen before, or I don't know. Well, what's the one with Brad Pitt? 
with the when he's in the army, he's like German or whatever, and then. Uh, what? Hmm? what? He's German. No, it's a, it's a German setting or you know it's a Nazi setting or whatever, and then they're in the restaurant and he does the the, you know, too wrong, whatever. Oh, they're in the bar. Yeah. Oh, and he doesn't. So there's do another. That. There's another. He's not even in that scene. Well, he's not in that scene. But well, it's, it's, it's a Tarantino. Yeah, but I, again, but I think that's that's the, another reference to service, to eating, to drinking, to well, something. Well, there's a lot of movies that that center, you know, that have scenes in bars and stuff, and and I think that that's. But they write it in to, there for well, some reason. Well, yeah. Well, they need to to well, you, you know, well, you, when are you going to make a mistake and, and and slip up or do you know while you're drinking, you know, it's 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 another way to to have that setting to where you can bring the characters together, and in I don't really know all the ins and outs of it, but I don't <laughs> know if he's the best example because I don't feel like there's anything in there that tells you too much about the character maybe maybe the fact that in in you know when they're at the restaurant jack wrote pulp fiction you know that maybe that you hear what they order does give you a little bit all right so maybe you know, he rolls his Tarantino own cigarettes and isn't, shit, isn't the best reference well what about I don't, uh, I don't um, think he's a bad one but i'm saying he he's just a little well, well then talk about the gangster movies and the italian movies and you know cutting the garlic so it liquefies in the sauce. Well, I think that's that some stereotypical Italian shit that they put in there. I mean, you know. Well, my big fat Greek wedding and exactly um, moonstruck. All that stuff is to you know reinforce the, the character, and you know, and I mean, I think a lot of times that you know the characters are written by you know people that you know it's based on them or you know it relates to them. I don't think you got a lot of people writing. You know about cultures and people they don't know. So you know, um, I, I think it's mostly used for uh, development. And in those movies, you know, eating at a certain time, eating certain foods is 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 relevant and it's important. And uh, it you know it makes its way into the movie. In the in those movies, yeah, or any movie where it's uh, you know it's themed, like you said, uh, the Greek wedding movie. Now I never seen it, but. You know, it's a wedding, and you know, Greeks in the title. I'm thinking you're going to hear about some Greek foods at this wedding. You know what I mean? I don't. I never even watched that show. I've never seen it, so I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. We. I but could, I mean, I, I never could, saw. I could drag you through that tonight. If well, you what about it. fried green tomatoes? I've never seen that movie either. I what I'm saying, like, really did they watch that either? Oh, but do they talk about tomatoes in there? Are they making some of that green ketchup you know that what? Heinz has? Because that shit looks fucking crazy. <laughs> There you go. What? So there's something that's mentioned about food that maybe, you know, why was it mentioned? Because I don't know. I, well, it's yeah, the title I, of the I, movie. I didn't watch that movie. I, I missed oh. part of it. Well, I don't know. Or I missed all of it. I don't know. I think that but, it's a way to develop the character sometimes. And I think that I've seen other movies where it, like, it's some kind of, uh, you know, it's magical. Uh, it's a potion. Or it, uh, you know, you, you, you drink Food this. is? Well more or less uh like potions and liquids in this case but um what <laughs> yeah like you know fucking the, Danny all, DeVito every, like, like wearing fucking, a top hat no you know, making what? some potions what no why huh? would Danny DeVito be wearing a top hat oh. making potions oh. 
But uh, no, I just, you know, like you drink something or whatever. But oh, even just going back to like just the Popeye shit. So, okay, I mean, you know, cartoon before it was a movie or whatever, or comic strip in the Sunday papers. I don't know what it was. But, you know, he eats spinach. That's why he's strong. That's why he kicks everybody's ass or whatever. But, you know, in every and movie where they... to the finish because yeah, 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 yeah. he eats his spinach. But I'm saying in every movie where they like Popeye switch... the Sailor Man. Yep. <laughs> I had to get that out. But in movies where they like switch places or, you know, they, you know, the dad becomes a son and the son becomes... They drink something or they... You know what I mean? Like, so there's always that kind of thing too where like, you know, this special food they got makes the character behave or you know this is the secret ingredient and then like he can do something that everybody else can't so sometimes it's like that and sometimes it's just character development but yeah it's prevalent in a lot of movies as a matter of fact and i can't i couldn't think of a movie that didn't have some kind of scene in it but some movies you know center around it more than others so i was just saying you know <clears throat> Um, you know, Breakfast Club, they brought up, you know, a whole bunch of different people eating from different backgrounds, even though they're teenagers, like, you know, nerd, jock, no black princess. People. Correct. No black matter, matter of fact, no, I mean, they was just all white, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, you couldn't, I mean, that movie wouldn't be made today because, well, first of all, it wouldn't be accurate, but... You know, there's just a lot more that that movie could have shown. And especially, you know, I don't know where they were in Chicago, but in 85, you know what I mean? Like, it was still pretty well, diverse. Well, you know, a, a year after that, The Color Purple came out. And that had historically black uh, well, food in it. Well, yeah. But I mean, that, you know, I mean, that was, you know. Well, that was set in the 30s or And the cast, and it was supposed and... to be, yeah, right. No, I hear you. So, you know. I don't know, but there's movies that, you know, make it almost another character, a secondary character of what you're seeing, but it's all based on reinforcing, you know, um, who, who these so people food are. reinforces the character. In, in The Breakfast Club, for sure. Well, and, and the other ones that we're talking about. So who, who do you think writes, all right, we, we have to have toast in here, or we have to have... Uh, nuggets or french fries or uh, has to be a diner scene not the breakfast club but you know lots of movies why would why would whoever the the stage whatever the the writer guy girl is like who writes we're going to sit in a diner what about what about taxi driver what about well taxi driver i don't know about taxi driver or no you're talking about dc cab well dc cab happens to be my favorite movie of all time well you have a lot of favorite movies no but yeah well that's currently (laughs) it's my favorite movie of all time and he said i mean i like most of some of the stuff but i like a lot of other shit too but so so dc DC cab Cab. okay so they do they do meet in like a diner so it's this cab company and you know they're trying to get their shit together and you know they got the big 80s montage scene where they're cleaning the place up like everybody's seen a movie like that and they're you know they're washing the cabs and they're painting the building and that kind of stuff but you know it was kind of set up like this was this kind of like outlaw company of just like you know complete 
idiots, you know, losers collected in this in this company, and they would kind of like it. It presented it like that's where they had their company meetings, the diner, which was packed, and there was all this chaos going around, and all the other cab drivers, everybody ate at this diner. So you had the competition element in there, but the dude who ran the cab company kind of like held court there. And was like, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to fucking paint the building. We're going to get our license so we can pick people up at the airport and shit like that. And that's kind of where he held court. And I think that that... Held court at the diner. You know, had his company meetings and shit. And I think that the chaos of the diner helped you kind of see like, oh, this company's kind of... It is kind of out of control. It is kind of wild. Because he's talking about business and, you know, there's, you know, people running around with trays and, you know, chaos everywhere. So I think that that kind of reinforces that, you know, okay, this company's a little wild or whatever, but it's subtle, but it's in there. But do you think that gathering, as crazy as that scene was in that movie or whatever, and gathering, eating, dining, like you have to sit still. Like whatever you order, you're paying for it, you want to eat it, you're going to eat that food, discuss, and that, that settles people, do you think? Like to, not in that to, case. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's I not a golf course. Like you know, you hear like, oh, we, you know, lots of deals yeah. are met with the, the, made on the golf course. This, but the, yeah, well, see, deals this, are made in a diner too. I'm not saying this is an important scene in the movie at all. I'm just saying it's a scene in the movie, and it's a very subtle. I'm not how talking they do about it, but, anything that's important in movies, other than how food yeah, winds up in a story. Yeah, I hear you, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it was just a subtle device they did to let you know that this wasn't a Fortune 500 company. It's a cab business, and these guys are just a collection of weirdos and losers who, you know, are going to get their shit together. And, you know, but the, the chaos of the scene, I don't think provided any kind of calming thing at all, but I don't think they wanted you to feel calm. I think we wanted you to feel like, you know, this, this company's kind of on the edge. If, you know... If that's if if that was the intention of all, or why it was written into the story, it was a device to make you feel a certain way about how the company was kind of run. But you know what I mean. Like I don't. I think any kind of like director or writer in the thing kind of takes you on a ride, and you know I mean he, you know, or she, whatever the whoever writes whatever the hell they write, you know they 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 set you up. And, you know, they try to give you perceptions on what, you know, things are about and who people are when they develop the characters. And then they either spin it or they reinforce it more or, you know, whatever. There's twists and turns that go about the way, but... Okay, so then why did Spielberg introduce eating monkey brains, um, you know, in the... uh... In the, uh, Again, in the... that's more character development. I mean, like, yo, he's in, like, you know, wherever. The f- he's he's in the Temple of Doom, man. I mean, that's <laughs> what they eat in the Temple of Doom. Is that a delicacy over there? It might be, but it was definitely very foreign to the audience that saw it. And it just kind of gave you that feel, like, what? That's wild. Like, he's out there. And so, he's... again, food being introduced. Absolutely, in, in that case, to, to kind of reinforce, you know, where he was at. And, you know, who we were surrounded by. And, you know what I mean? Chilled monkey's brains, uh, you know, you can't get that at the store here. <laughs> I don't want them. Well, yeah, maybe it's delicious. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I wouldn't know because I wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. So it's, <laughs> you know, it's it's a device. 
but you know uh, one that's relatable to every audience i mean of all you know like you you know everybody eats so you know it's it's a it's a device to build you know character relationships with the audience and, and give so you, some you think who they are. that food scenes are written in for character development i think some of the ones we've talked about are Sometimes well, we, we can't we can't talk about every food no, scene. Well, yeah, but, but I think there's food scenes where it's just a backdrop. Done as um, you need to know them as relatable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some sometimes yeah, it's to relate to the yeah. But I think sometimes it's just uh, you know it might be lazy writing. I mean, it might just be the backdrop and like you know the scene has nothing to do with anything. It's just that it happens to be in a restaurant or a bar or whatever. But I think most of the time, and the movies we've talked about, I think it's used as a device to make the character more relatable or give you some insight into who they are. So if you were going to write a movie and have an opening scene, would it have? That's a would wild question. Would we be question. in a coffee shop? Would we be in a diner? Would we be in a restaurant? What is the movie about? <laughs> how, how, how I don't know, would but I know isn't that... Start? Would you not say I that that's an write, easy way in, in, to open a in story? In high school, I had to write a short story for oh. English class. I've never oh. told this anywhere. I'm ready for this. Tell and me. Uh, it was either, I can't remember what the assignment was. I think it was like, just just tell a short story. We had, we had read a couple that week, and at the end of the week, the homework was just like, take a week and write a short story, and I'll grade them. Creative but, writing. Creative writing. And I think it was like ninth or 10th grade. But the cool thing about this, and this teacher was like, She's an old white lady, like 65, and she didn't take no fucking mess, man. She was fucking mean. <laughs> but her deal in this one, she was like, you could say whatever you want to say. You can use bad language. And I was just like, yo, how Holla. am I going to get motherfucker into this first <laughs> sentence? And that's what I did. What? But I told a story about uh, a guy uh, who the whole story was his walk from uh, his prison cell to the death chamber or to like he was going to get gassed or he was going to get I don't remember this this is going back forever but you know like he kind of like he's walking to the uh, the the fucking gas chamber or whatever the fuck it is and he's recalling you know kind of like his life flashing before his eyes and I got an A on it and she said she liked the I, I don't know if she said the foreshadowing but I remember I don't remember what she wrote, but the meaning of what she said was like, I liked how you were able to uh, uh, literally write like um, uh, how two things were happening once. He was he was thinking about his life and you know decisions that that got him here and uh, on his way, you know, during this walk. I think I'm saying that right. But I remember I got to use a lot of cuss words and shit. And then, like, as soon as I came to class that day, I was like, yo, read the first couple lines. And they're like, you're crazy. I was like, yeah. I really wasn't expecting to get an A. I thought I was going to, you know, because I thought I was, like, over the top and, like, overdoing it. So did you just write it because you had permission to be off the cuff and crazy that way? I, well, I mean, I did it because it was homework. But, I mean, did I put in extra curse words because I was allowed to do so? Absolutely. Absolutely, <laughs> and um, you know because I I uh, I like to to curse sentence, sentence enhancers right so I mean my shit was enhanced 
Mm-hmm. And uh, A minus. I, you know, I mean, I'm not good with the spelling and fucking punctuation and commas and all that bullshit. And uh, you know, I had to do a lot of like, you know, quotes and in stuff. But uh, you know, put things in quotations because it was like being said versus being remembered or a memory versus. So there was a lot of things I had to do in there that I think I scored points with to to you know to tell a story where somebody's thinking and then you're also. I don't know. It was very difficult for me, but I, you know, I guess you know I did good enough. So. Okay, so you didn't introduce food. But there was no food in that. No, not at all. But because you were given freedom to say whatever you want, including. Yeah. Well, language. I mean, and and two, you know, I was what? What are you? What was like fifteen? I mean, like, what are my experiences at fifteen? What am I going? What am I going to write off? I'm sure I just ripped off some kind of fucking movie I'd already seen or or something like that. Um, you know, I was watching a lot of like fucking late night HBO shit at that point. So I probably just ripped off some shit I had seen and kind of like did like a little spinoff in my mind. But, you know, I mean, as you know, as you know, now that I'm older, if I was to write something, I probably there probably would be something that went around a, a bar or a diner or a restaurant because, you know, that. So you're saying your creative writing, if you had to write something now, would include maybe a, a food scene uh, it would, in some way what possibly i mean it would still depend on what i was writing about like i mean like it would still you know it would still have to incorporate it would have to make sense with the story i mean if i'm writing uh you know a movie about but you'd a, agree a, that's a, you an know, easy way a, to you know your character development absolutely. they're sitting in a yeah, in a, because, in a bar well, that's, everybody a eats everybody drinks so i mean yeah, yeah. If, if you if you you know you 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 make judgments based on people and what they eat or drink and what they order and what they you know what I mean and that's you know that's the point they want to either reinforce you know incorrectly to take you on some kind of spin or they want to you know okay know. so if you rewrote that story what story any story oh. and you were in a diner a restaurant a bar what would you eat if I rewrote any again like what what would what would you be served maybe nothing I don't I don't it would have to it would have to so just be coffee and you stir it for no reason maybe you're asking me to tell you what I would eat in a (laughs) fictional story I've never written on no I'm saying like things that we've watched you know it's been spaghetti or it's been sauce or pie or coffee or breakfast or eggs or something if you were going to write a story what would your character eat? I'll tell eat? you what I would do. If what, I would read... What would your character eat? Huh? No, huh? I don't... That doesn't make sense. I can't tell you that. That doesn't... That, that's not a good oh, question. But I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Okay. Well, let me say this. Okay. If listening. I was to rewrite The Breakfast Club, <laughs> fucking... Uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking... Uh, damn. The Daryl... What the fuck is his name in the movie? God. I don't know why I don't know that. Derelict? Yeah. What the fuck's his real name? I don't know. Judd, right? Well, it's Judd, Judd Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. I don't so remember Judd his Nelson. character name. So instead of having nothing for lunch, he'd bring a pack of cools. That would be what I would do <laughs> if I was to rewrite that movie. But mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. In the movie that I don't know what it's about and what it would be about, I don't know what I would be eating or where it would be. or That, that doesn't, I don't know. It's, a, it's an impossible question for me to answer. Hmm. But pack of cools for Nelson, because I think that would ratchet up some of the drama. Like, yo, not only is he not eating nothing, he's a total badass and he smokes cools. <laughs> you know? 
give the movie a little more pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you wouldn't have like a generic, like this is your signature food in your restaurant scene. Like it's not pie, it's not coffee. It's, I mean, it's not a if, Cinnabon. If there was a restaurant scene and the movie had to develop the character in some sort of way, then yeah, there probably would be a specific type of food or something. There would be some kind of device if it was, you know. I mean, would you let them eat ramen? Because they're, you know, trying to circle that and get it in their face. I, I mean, I think that would be pretty interesting. That, <laughs> I think that's impossible for me to say without knowing what I'm writing about. I mean, I don't know. Well, I think you should write that they're eating ramen. Why would I do that? Why wouldn't you? Because we don't know what the movie's about. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't. If you're invoking that that image, you know, where you are in a restaurant. Why would I want to evoke that image? What's the story about? Like, why maybe, not? Why has it got to be a piece of pie? Why does it have to be an egg? Why, why is everybody stirring coffee? Like, how about you just take because, a hot minute and then eat some ramen? Well, you know, because you don't have a hot minute. It's an hour and a half movie, maybe really, two hours. Really, because they've right? wasted a lot of my time, a lot of times doing some. Well, some movies stuff. are shit. Yeah, but I'm True. saying, like the good ones. I mean, like I mean, if you want to really tell a story or whatever, then you're going to want to take advantage of every scene, every second in the scene. I would think so. I mean, if it doesn't have anything to do with the movie at all, and somebody just eating some ramen, then it, it's probably <laughs> one of the movies that's just trying to be like you know, kind of weird and you know, again, take you on a ride or throw you off. Like, that's a scene that could be in a movie just to, you know, just to fuck with you. Just because, like, it has nothing to do. But meanwhile, you're thinking about, why the fuck did they do that ramen scene? So then... And then at the end, you're like... You don't agree. You, you watch it again because you're trying to figure out the mystery of it. I so mean, then you don't agree that food placed in movies maybe has a point, does not have a point. What? I Do I agree with... With, All right, so with, back to what, Breakfast the Club. They there? they spent like 20 minutes on the Breakfast Club and, you know, what they ate. Yes. So you possibly would not write that into a scene because you think that's that's a waste of time. I would if I was writing The Breakfast Club. No, I'm not talking about The Breakfast Club. I'm talking about yes, what, you what you want. I, I was trying to make a compare and contrast. So you... If you were going to write a food scene in a movie, yes. what would you eat? And I was joking, and I said ramen, but... Maybe. I mean, you know, yeah, I don't know what... It would depend on, on what kind of character I was writing about and what I would want the audience to take away from that scene, if anything. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it would be a scene just to fuck with somebody, just to be like, yeah, we're going to throw this in there, just so they're totally caught off guard at the end when X happens. You know what I mean? So... It could be it could be a scene that's just put in there to, to you know fuck with the audience or a scene to, to kind of give you some insight into who you're watching and, and you know like because you've got to make up for a lot of lost time in a movie because you only got so many minutes and seconds and scenes. Well, you know, aside from like you know movies anyone has seen, you know, people are chopping like very soft vegetables because they don't make a lot of noise or whatever, but. Uh, I think I would have my character make pudding or <laughs> pudding. Well, that's the thing. Is this movie already written? Do you have a, a movie no, in I your don't. head? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking know? about why food is placed in movies and, and that but kind of setting. Why pudding so. in your movie? What does that have to do with the movie? <laughs> why would they be making pudding? 
Well, they're not going to be chopping loud vegetables. They're not going to be chopping carrots or potatoes. Right. So why are they making pudding? Well, when you watch a movie, they're like stirring salad or coffee. They're eating pie. So in your movie, they'd be making pudding. (laughs) Maybe. I don't get pudding. What's the movie about? Rice pudding, chocolate pudding, vanilla pudding. How do you know that they'd be pudding, making pudding in your movie pudding. that you haven't written? How do you know that? That's what I'm saying. That's amazing to me. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I had a character that I needed to develop and then it was turned into a screenplay, mm-hmm. which turned into a movie, of course, they'd then be making... a, they don't cut carrots or potatoes or not, celery Not in, in your movie. movie. Well, no, it's loud. It's loud with the chop, 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 chop. With yeah. The, yeah, but the Trinity, they don't do that. So they do things that are quiet. Well, I don't know. The Snack Pack Club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Make that, make, that could be your movie. I don't know, I don't know. The Pudding Club. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, put, that's like school. You know what I mean? People used to trade that. They got the mots in there, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Packs of apples. Yeah, you could you could do something with that. You were going to do a, you know, like a another kind of a sequel. To the breakfast club, maybe. Mm. The brunch club. I don't know. Well, I'm just saying that the point of our, our, you know, conversation tonight was why food is placed in movies. So we, we got hung up on a couple of different things. But I'm curious to what other people think. Like, does, or when they watch movies, like, you know, like, oh, there's a lot of pasta in there. Or there's a lot, there's a lot of pudding. Or so much a lot of bre- a lot of breakfast, or a lot of pancakes, or or walking to get to the place to go have the coffee, which probably doesn't happen. So there's a lot of things in movies and food, and yeah. that was my that was my point. I remember the show called The State. I know I've talked to you about it before, and you haven't seen it, but it was a skit show on MTV forever ago, and there was a character named Barry, and there was a character named Levon, and they dressed up in velour and all they did for the entire skit was just come out and like dance to this like 70s shit i i I think it was uh shit who's the (laughs) deep deep voice 70s baritone dude very white yeah very white songs playing and all they wanted to do where you been was like you got mail they were surrounded but like we got so much pudding there was a big (laughs) like mountain of pudding behind them and I don't remember how the scene was like dressed or whatever but all they were going to do is just dance up on this pudding <laughs> and that was the sketch right mm-hmm. who the fuck wrote that and you know they wrote it about pudding it was hilarious and it didn't have anything to do with the kind of development like you knew who these guys were and they were creepy and freaky and they liked to get up on pudding and it was hilarious <laughs> And they wanted to dance, and they were in velour, and they had... So, see, food is funny. I always say that. Yeah, well, I'm not disagreeing with you. I think everything could be funny, but food's definitely... Food is funny. Yeah, good. Food is funny. Yeah, pudding is funny. So, it sounds like you're writing a comedy. You know what I mean? Carrots, that's not, you know, that's not, that's not hilarious. It's not a hilarious food. I guess it could be, but not when you're just chopping them up. And making all that noise. Well, you could be chopping broccoli. You could be, but you could also be stirring pudding, which is a lot <laughs> funnier. So, I think that's good. Oh, I just dropped my phone. All right, well, here we go. Talking about food. Good night, nurse. 
Yeah. Well, you had said, and you know, you'd said, you wonder what other people think. Well, other people are listening. <laughs> Hello. I hope so. You in there? I'm talking to you. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Tell us movie with food or whatever, because there's probably a billion good examples that we forgot. 